Our next retreat is finally here. It's called Adventures in Energetics, and it's happening November 8th to the 14th, 2024 in Boquete, Panama. This seven-day, six-night retreat in the beautiful cloud forest of Panama is going to be a unique experience. This program is a not-for-beginners retreat. And what I mean by that is you will actually have to fill out an application before you will be accepted to be able to register for the program because we are going to be doing more advanced level energetics and I need to make sure that everybody who comes is actually ready for the work. We will be doing a Kundalini awakening. We will be doing group visioning process called a spiritual canoe. We will be doing daily presence practices and working on expanding our energy. We will be doing daily rituals. This process will be related to specifically the people who are there because in addition to filling out the questionnaire about what your experience is, you're also gonna ask for what it is that you'd like to learn. So part of the curriculum for this is set and part of it will be designed around the desires of the participants. I only have 20 beds available for this retreat, so it will fill up quickly. So this is the time to register. Do not wait. To find out more, go to kellysparta.com forward slash retreat. I look forward to seeing you there. That when you are starting to do spirit baby communication, it's really difficult to start with connecting with your own babies in a really deep way because there's emotional um, there's an emotional tie, intense emotion to your babies. Um, and so when there's heightened emotion, the access to intuition isn't as strong. Intuition is not emotional at all. There's It just feels like fact. And so when you are highly emotional, it's pretty difficult to connect with the other side. Welcome to The Reluctant Medium, where we cover the gamut of out there conversations. With an open mind and a curious heart, we want to talk about it all, from psychic phenomena and energy medicine to beings from other star systems and out-of-body experiences. You'll find a great balance between grounded science-backed topics and others that science hasn't quite caught up to yet. I'm your host, Dr. Maria Rothenberger, a psychotherapist by trade and a reluctant spirit baby communicator. And hey, even though I'm a medium, I'm not buying everything folks are selling. I just have a voracious appetite to know more about what I call the world of the weird. Join us on your favorite podcast platform or watch on YouTube at The Reluctant Medium. I'll see you there. The Reluctant Medium is part of the Ethereal Network. Here's another podcast you may want to check out. Ever wanted to astral project? Speak to a loved one who's passed. Heal people with just the touch of your hands? Well, you won't learn how to do that on this podcast, but you will hear from those that can. The Skeptic Metaphysicians podcast is not your typical dry and boring metaphysics show. It's a fun exploration of metaphysics, spiritual awakening tools, modalities, and personalities that's as entertaining as it is informational. Join hundreds of like-minded souls who are growing and expanding their consciousness at SkepticMetaphysician.com. Discover the Skeptic Metaphysicians. Your new metaphysics. Obsession. Hey everyone, Dr. Maria here. Welcome to the Reluctant Medium Podcast. It's been a bit since I've done a solo cast for you, but here I am. And for the next several weeks, it'll just be you and I. 
<laughs> because we are going to be talking about spirit baby stuff, which is my specialty. I have gotten to interview some beautiful souls recently, and they just keep coming with topics that I have no expertise in, and I just can't wait to dig more and more and more into these esoteric topics like galactic things and star seeds and spirit baby star seeds and the future of wellness and all it's crazy energy medicine like it's amazing the stuff that's out there to learn and so i've been lucky enough to interview a lot of folks already more are on the horizon uh, but i thought for now i'm going to take a quick break from that over the next few weeks and teach you about some tools for communicating with the spirit baby realm. This is such a topic near and dear to my heart because I find that it is my pleasure and my duty to teach people to do what I do. Because I feel like we are all psychic to a degree. We're just educated out of it. And you might not be like the equivalent of Mozart, like a prodigy psychic medium, like I'm not. Um, but, you know, we all have varying degrees of psychic awareness and may as well learn some tools to begin doing this. Now, whether you would like to communicate with your own spirit babies or the babies of others, the tools are the same that I'm going to be talking about. So quickly, though, let's check in with what's happening with the reluctant medium. I've not done that in so long. Oh my gosh, checking in with you. <laughs> if you haven't already, I still have the Miracles Happen community. That's from my previous podcast, the Miracles Happen Fertility Podcast. We talk heavily about spiritual stuff, a lot of spirit baby realm stuff. So head on over to miracleshappencommunity.com or download the Mighty Networks app and search for the Miracles Happen community and join. It's free, free, yep, F-R-E-E, -E. go join we're having fantastic conversations over there. And every month, the first Friday of every month, we have a live Q&A, a live meet and greet. And I do mini readings during that meetup too. So, and it's free. Oh my God, like what's free in this world anymore, right? Come on, come on and join us. That's still happening. Uh, the Reluctant Medium, I still have lots of interviewees on tap for you. I am curious what you would like to know about, email me, please, at info at drmariarothenberger.com or maria at thereluctantmedium.us. I would love to hear from you. I would love your suggestions, topics you're curious about, praise, feedback, thumbs down, thumbs up, whatever you want to tell me. <laughs> Open to hearing it. I love it all. Thank you in advance. All right, so today we're going to start a series on spirit baby communication. And I want to address first the fears that people have usually around first learning these skills. And I understand it. 
right? I understand you're opening yourself up to a completely different world, which can be disconcerting at times, right? So let's talk about that. The very biggest concern that I get from people is what if I open up to the other side and I'm met with some crazy evil thing? What do I do? Okay, there are two things I want to say about this. And the very first thing is, before doing any kind of work with spiritual stuff, you always want to protect yourself. So you're going to create a ceremony of sorts, a meditation, a practice of some kind to protect yourself. I personally use crystals and I communicate with my guides and angels and I visualize a dome of light protecting me and my space, my loved ones, my animals, because they work with me too. And that is usually the trick for me. Um, I will be talking about crystals and things like this in the future in this series. So we'll be talking more about that. Uh, but there needs to be some kind of practice in advance of your work that is protective. You must, must, must practice. Even if you get, here's one crystal we can start with, a selenite wand or even a selenite stick. Um, That purifies the energy around you. Just move it through your aura and that will at least cleanse your aura and get get your energy clear. Um, But I like to protect my space as well. So I would recommend um, saging using burning sage or rosemary or some other kind of cleansing herb and burning that or, you know, uh, you're going to light it on fire and then blow it out so that it smokes and smoke out the room, open the windows and let any stagnant energy out of your space that helps cleanse the energy in the room too. So you always, always, always want to start with that right? You're always protecting yourself first. The second thing is that when or if you are met with a nefarious spirit, a soul that is not so good, um, you will be able to do the same thing. Call in your spirit guides, your angels, use some crystals, and that energy has no choice but to leave. They have no choice but to depart. Now, you could also be connecting with somebody who has a, um, connecting with a a person who's alive, um, and they have some negative energy around them. You might be connecting with that. And so you help them cleanse as well with their permission always. I actually was in a spiritual group once where a uh, psychic picked up on a negative energy from somebody. And the woman actually liked this energy. She she had a great time with that energy. And so she would not give permission for this energy to be expunged from the premises, right? So you always, always, always want to ask permission of the other person, okay, when you do work like that. But um, with permission, you can also call in your angels, your guides, their angels, and their guides to help this energy move along. Now, I don't like the um, the 
I don't like to match energy for energy. I like to soften because love beats fear every single time. So you don't want to say, kick them out or make them leave, or you're not doing that. You're just creating a space where they just can't exist well. So it's like forcing a, a, a human to be in water without breathing apparatus. It's just not, you can't do it. <laughs> you need air, you need to breathe. And so when you have an energy that a nefarious spirit cannot exist in, they have no choice, they must go. And so you're letting them know, I'm going to be doing this and you need to go. And they will, they have no choice. So I'll explain, this happened to me one time. It has not happened again because I have not made the same mistake. Uh, You're welcome. I'm telling you about my mistakes (laughs) so that you can learn every single time I make a mistake. I'll tell you about it. So I was prepping for a spirit baby session and usually, um, I don't know, a day or so in advance, I will start connecting with somebody's spirit baby that I'll be meeting. And um, this didn't happen this time, but I was prepping about five minutes before the session was to start, I had run out of time and I could not do my normal protecting ritual. And instead, I just reached out and I was looking to connect with the spirit baby realm. And I'm used to connecting with the spirit baby realm. It's all love, all of it. So in pops this entity and he looks like a baby, totally looks like a baby. And I start asking him questions. Oh, are you this upcoming client's baby? Blah, 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 blah. And he, the way that he's responding, I, cause, cause I'm clairvoyant. I can see, I could see the expression in his eyes and on his face. And he was almost answering with like a sneer, like I'm pulling the wool over this one's eyes. Ha ha ha. It felt like that. And I went, wait a minute, you're not a baby. And he says, oh yes, I am. And I'm like, oh no, you're not. And I set about right away protecting my energy, my space. I saged my whole room. I saged my animals. I broke I broke out the crystals and I invited that soul to leave. Just before the session was to start, this all happened in a matter of minutes. Just before that session was to start, I received an email from that client that something terrible had happened and she had to cancel last minute. Um, now, I don't know what the thing was, but clearly there was some negative energy around her um, and that energy had come into my space. And that has never happened again because now I always make time to protect. That is a lesson learned on my part and I hope that you take that lesson to heart as well. Always, always, always protect yourself and your space. Now, what happens if, for whatever reason, a soul does pop in who's a nefarious soul, you didn't invite them, you protected your space, you did all the things, and yet they still managed to break through? Uh, Not likely, but okay. Rare things happen, right? You're going to do exactly what I did. (laughs) You're going to reset the protection in your space and sorry, my dog is sneezing right now. You can probably hear him. <laughs> it's Dexter. Um, you will, you can um, sage your space or um, use some kind of cleansing herb. Rosemary is really good. And crystal, you know, use crystals to 
cleanse your space, meditate, call in your angels and spirit. You can break out, break out all the things that we'll be talking about. And that soul has no choice but to leave because it's like a human trying to breathe underwater without any breathing apparatus. It's not possible. They have to go. So no matter what, protect, protect, protect. So that is the biggest concern that people have around connecting with the other side. I'm happy to hear your other concerns and answer them on future podcast episodes too. Please email me, maria at thereluctantmedium.us, and I will answer them for you in a future podcast episode, hopefully in this series for you. All right, so let's talk about why. Why would you want to connect with the spirit baby realm? Why? Well, the obvious answer is to connect with your own babies, but I will tell you that when you are starting to do spirit baby communication, it's really difficult to start with connecting with your own babies in a really deep way because there's emotional, um, there's an emotional tie, intense emotion to your babies, um, and so when there's heightened emotion, the access to intuition isn't as strong. Intuition is not emotional at all. There's, it just feels like fact. And so when you are highly emotional, it's pretty difficult to connect with the other side. I actually encourage folks to consider reading for somebody else first and just playing around and seeing what it's like, what it feels like, what the responses are. Did you get it right? Did you get it wrong? Did you get it half right? You know, like, really making this a playful exercise. And it's really hard to be playful when you're trying to connect with your own spirit babies. But why? Well, to connect with the other side in general offers some kind of hope for there being life beyond this, life beyond this plane. But but to connect with spirit babies specifically, you know, we're talking about hope that these babies are going to come earthside, which is difficult for folks who are, especially folks who are having a hard time conceiving. But, you know, even for folks who are not sure they want to be a parent someday, this is a great way to get confirmation or to get information from the other side as to who's there and what do I need to prepare for? And should I be preparing? Or is it okay if I choose not to have kids? Uh, What about the person who had an abortion and feels concerned or worried about that soul and what happened and are they okay? And some folks are, they know that that was the right decision for them and other folks don't, or they, they worry that it wasn't the right decision. And so there are questions to be had and there's a lot of comfort when you're able to connect with the other side in this way. So it really is just like, going to a therapy session, you know, you're connecting with another being to help process some of the things that you would like to process. It's wonderful. Um, There are a lot of other benefits, but I think that we'll, we'll keep it at that for now and probably cover a lot more benefits in future podcast episodes around spirit baby communication. I'd love to know from you why you want to connect with the other side? Why do you want to connect with the spirit baby realm? Again, maria at the reluctant medium dot us. 
send me an email. I might read it on a next podcast episode. All right, let's talk about your very first tool. And this is going to be really useful when you start trying to communicate with your own spirit babies. We're trying to help settle the nervous system, reduce the emotional reaction that you have to the potential of communicating with your spirit babies. And meditation is the number one tool, absolutely hands down, that you must start doing today. I don't care if it's 30 seconds of mindfulness, you must do it, please. (laughs) Start building a habit, start building a practice around it. It is the very first thing that I talk about in Spirit Baby Foundations training for folks who have worked with me, trained with me in that uh, course. They know exactly what I'm talking about. Spirit Baby Communication, it's not possible I'm going to go so far as to say it's not possible without meditation. At least true, true clarity is not possible without meditation. Okay, so let's talk at length about your first tool, meditation, and then we'll talk about how to do it. So meditation is, and I I should say I started my practice with mindfulness-based stress reduction. I wrote about it in my book, Transcending Infertility. I hated it. (laughs) I'm just going to keep it real. I like to say that I went into meditating, kicking and screaming. I didn't want to do it, but I was in such a depressed and pained state. It was to me the last thing that I could try, the last ditch effort. This is, I just have to do this in order to feel better. I think it was more, it was actually more bitter than that. I went into meditation to prove it wrong. Nothing works for me. I'm going to do this thing too and show that it doesn't work either. Ha ha ha. I have nothing else to do with my time. I was in a, I was in a bitter, bitter state (laughs) at that time in my life. Well, surprise, surprise, it fucking worked. What can I say? It worked. And I was surprised. I'll tell you a brief story about that. I was living in New Jersey at the time. And um, in New Jersey, drivers are absolutely terrifying. Um, They cut people off, they're rolling down windows, they're flipping each other off, they're cursing at the window, you know, always like yelling at somebody for cutting them off or going too slow, or I don't, it doesn't matter what it is, they're just yelling. Expletives like crazy. Um, I blame New Jersey for my current way of speaking. (laughs) So that's how I drove. I was just part of the Jersey crowd. Well, after 90 days of meditating, that was my um, commitment. I committed to meditating for 90 days. Most days of the week, I was aiming for 30 minutes by the end of that 90 days. And I hit that. And so at the end of 90 days, I was driving and somebody cut me off. And my very first thought, I'm telling you, reflexive, my very first reflexive thought was, ooh, I hope he's okay. And right after that, I went, oh, shit, who am I anyway? (laughs) I can't believe I just said that. (laughs) It's crazy. I'm like, I guess this meditating thing is freaking working. Oh, my God. And the rest is history. I have 
been in and out of a meditating practice since then. I am not perfect. That is for sure. I've gone months sometimes without meditating and then I'll pick it up again daily. It's imperfect and that's okay. That is what I want to talk about is that I highly recommend that you meditate, but you don't have to be sitting on a cushion for two hours a day in order to start. You must start somewhere though, at least 30 seconds, one minute of mindful breathing. That is a place to start. And especially if you start the same time every day or most days, uh, then that begins a practice that begins a habit. Okay. That's what we're trying to do. But so what happens with meditating? Well, gosh, there's so much research now about what meditation does. It's going to regulate your nervous system. It's going to re-engage your parasympathetic nervous system, which is that very calm state, the state of being where all is well, there are no threats on the, on the horizon, nothing to worry about. It's sitting on the dock of the bay. It's that. You know that song. You know it. That's what it is. Watching the tide roll away. That's the parasympathetic nervous system. (laughs) That's what you want. But what it does on a brain level, it literally grows new synaptic connections that match with I am peace. I am peace. Right now, your state of being may be, I'm a whole freaking ball of nerves right now, and I'm about to lose my shit. That might be where you are 100% of the time. That's where I was 100% of the time. But what meditation does is it teaches your brain that you are actually chill. You are actually in a parasympathetic nervous system state. You are calm. That does not mean that you don't have stressful moments. That's meant they're human. That's meant to happen. The difference is that instead of constantly being in this epic state of sympathetic nervous system, like you're going to go nuts, your meditating helps you get over that hill a little bit faster. So when you teach your brain that you are mostly a peaceful person, I am peace, then the emotional charges that come when you are attempting to connect with the spirit baby realm, especially your own babies, they they tend to come and go more fluidly and you don't get stuck on them. I have personally definitely gotten emotional with connecting with other babies, other people's spirit babies. Um, but it's more like I'm observing what's happening. My body does have a reaction. I get tearful. Um, I will have um, an emotion in my heart space. But it's more like I'm the observer of these things rather than I am the experiencer. I am feeling all the things. It's more like I'm watching them happen. So you wind up being more objective when you teach your brain to be, I am peace through meditation. And communication with the other side becomes that much easier. You are just far more open and observant and not attached to anything. 
that is one thing that you are going to learn through spirit baby communication is that your ego gets checked at the door. It's just gone. It's like you are just a being. You are not your name, you know, talking to other people about their spirit baby stuff or or connecting with your spirit baby. You are neutral and you are the observer. So start, and we're going to talk about why in the future, but for now, what you're trying to do is cultivate a sense of I am peace. And then that opens up this observing, observing capability when you connect with the other side. And there's far less emotional charge. There is emotional charge that comes later. There is that. But in the beginning, the things that you, you are intuiting don't come with an emotional charge. It's all just fact. It feels like fact. I'll give you an example. There is a fantastic book called E Squared and E Cubed is also, um, I think, the second uh, like book two <laughs> in that series. And one of the experiments in E Squared is called The Jetta Principle. And I love it. I The book is a set of experiments that you can do to prove that the universe listens to your intention. And so the Jetta principle is that you think of a particular car and it'll show up everywhere. Well, I'm skeptical, right? So I'm skeptic. I'm a healthy skeptic by nature. I'm not picking up everything that people are putting down. And so I was like, well, hmm, I, I mean, all right, so I can think of a car, but lots of people probably have that car. I'm going to think of an orange car. I'm going to think of that. Well, in about a week's time, seven orange cars. I saw seven orange cars. I'm like, who has freaking orange cars? There's all these cars around me. I lived in a small town. I'm like, this doesn't make any sense. Well, all right. You know what? Maybe there are just more orange cars than I thought. I'm going to redo this experiment and I'm going to choose pink cars because who the hell has a pink car? Nobody. Well, guess what? (laughs) In a span of two days, I ran into three pink vehicles. One was a limousine. The second one was a cable van. And the third was a classic car, like a, not a, it was like a Model T, like an old, old Ford that was repainted in like cotton candy pink. Like who the fuck, like what? How does that happen? All right. So initially though, when I saw these cars, it was like, oh, there it is it felt like fact. It was like, okay, I'm just going to do this. But the emotion came later. It was like, what? Oh my God, I can't believe that just happened. So there's an example of how the in, in the intuitive thing or the intuitive hit will just feel like fact. And then the emotion comes later. Okay. All right. But that all starts with your very first tool of meditation. Now let's talk about how how to start meditating. I'm going to suggest to you a few ways to start meditating and pick one, just pick one. It doesn't matter what you choose to do, just pick one. The very first meditation that I started with, uh, as I already mentioned, is mindfulness-based stress reduction. Now, this is just mindfulness and mindfulness is paying attention on purpose in a particular way without judgment. That's what the particular way is. You're not judging 
what you're experiencing as you're meditating. You're paying attention to the present moment. Now, here's the biggest complaint. I can't shut my brain off. I keep thinking, 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 thinking. I don't know what to do. I just can't meditate. I'm crap at this. I'm never going to do it again. All right. Well, in that statement, you have forgotten that you are a human being and you are allowed to have thoughts. You have a brain that is functioning really well. And so it's creating thoughts. That's what happens. We have 60,000 some odd plus thoughts a day. Yeah, your brain's going to think it's okay. The problem is that you're judging it. I once I did uh, the eight week training for mindfulness based stress reduction and you you have to take notes about your meditation practice. And I remember in one note, I wrote, um, I'm judging, I'm thinking, and then I'm judging the thinking. And then I'm judging the judging of the thinking. And then I'm judging the judging of the judging of the thinking. Oh, shit. <laughs> what do I do? Well, over time, you begin to find humor in this experience, and you let it go. You, you're able to, you know, they say, watch the thoughts. They call it a monkey mind constantly flipping from tree to tree to tree and swinging and moving and moving and moving. It's okay. You learn to appreciate the monkey and you watch it and you don't cling onto the monkey's back. You just watch it go. And it takes some practice. That's mindfulness. You're paying attention to the thoughts that come in and watching them go. And sometimes it's helpful to label them. That's a thought. That's a thought. And that's okay. Thinking, 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 whatever it is that you need to do to notice that that thought came in and then watch it go. The main objective here is to stop judging that the thoughts are coming in and that you're a human who's supposed to have thoughts. Okay, so I recommend mindfulness based or just mindfulness, mindfulness, you can even Google up mindfulness, a mindfulness practice and see uh, how that works for you. But sitting and paying attention to your breathing, noticing when thoughts come in and then letting them go, refocusing back on your breathing, start for one minute a day. Start at the same time every day. And I would even encourage you to have a journal by your side so that after you meditate, you can write down your experiences. Sometimes it's just a note, uh, a, a quick note, no notes today. Sometimes it's a crazy amount of like, oh, I'm so frustrated. I couldn't meditate. I couldn't focus. I couldn't blah, 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 blah. I couldn't watch the thoughts. It's fine. Whatever your experience is, just write it down. Over time, you're going to find that this gets easier. Okay. So that's one way that you can do that. The second way that I talked about with people is moving meditation. So this is yoga or going for a walk or running or something that really focuses your attention. Now, there are some people who poo-poo this. They say, nope, that's not meditation. I find different. That's my experience. And I encourage you to find out what your experience is and what your opinion is. You're trying to quiet the nervous system. And so when you are, for example, taking a walk and counting your steps, you're only focused on your steps and your nervous system feels like, oh, it's safe because I'm just counting my steps. Uh, fine. And so your parasympathetic nervous system kicks in. Voila, meditation. It's another form of mindfulness. Okay. Another way that you can start meditating. I loved this in the beginning is guided meditations, guided I have a lot of guided meditations on my website at drmariarothenberger.com. You can check out some of those, 
or there are a lot of free ones on the Insight Timer app. Totally recommend checking out that app. There are a ton of great meditations on there and um, they're all free. Or you can like pay for some too. You can up level and pay for some, but they're all free. You can donate to the teachers if you would like. Um, I have a couple of meditations on there as well. You can check out. Um, that's a great app. Totally recommend downloading that. Get rid of one of your social media apps and download the Insight Timer app. It's so good. <laughs> um, but guided meditations, especially in the beginning, are really great to help you refocus back to whatever the subject matter is on the meditation. If you need help sleeping, if you need help um, focusing on your breath, if you want to um, do a shamanic journey, whatever it is that you want to focus on in your meditation, it's really useful to have a guide sometimes, especially in the beginning. You'll find that guidance is not necessary when you start feeling annoyed by the guide. That's when you know, oh, okay, it's time for me to attempt to meditate on my own. And sometimes that's with certain kind, kinds of music, uh, binaural beats are great, or solfeggio frequencies are really great. We're going to be talking about that in a future episode, uh, or silence all of it's fine. You have to really find what works best for you in order to engage that sense of I am peace. Okay, I encourage you to pick one of those ways of meditating and start doing it every day. Build a habit by starting tiny. Tinyhabits.com, another great website. Start tiny and tie it to something that you already do. If you want to tie it to brushing your teeth, for example, I hope you brush your teeth, say that you're going to focus on your breathing for one minute after brushing your teeth. It's that simple. That is a meditation practice, okay? And you can build up from there. Okay, I'm going to focus for uh, two minutes on my breathing the next day, three minutes on my breathing the next day, and always tie it to something that you already do every day without even thinking because that's already a habit. So when you tie it to something that's a habit, you create a new habit just by piggybacking the thing that you want to put into your daily practice. Okay, that is the A number one tool that you're going to start doing before Spirit Baby Communication. Start today, okay? Or at least start planning today <laughs> for when you're going to start meditating. Okay, in future podcast episodes, we're going to be talking about various things. We're going to be talking about um, the Claire's, clairvoyance, clairaudience, clairsentience, all these lovely clairs, meaning clear in French, um, for connecting with the other side. We're going to be talking about crystals. We're going to be talking about tarot cards, oracle cards. We're going to be talking about connecting with angels and ancestors, things like this. Dream work, dream work, really, really helpful. Uh, the pendulum. A pendulum is so fun for a lot of people. And that's actually probably the next easiest tool or the first easy tool because meditation is not that easy. <laughs> uh, the pendulum is so easy and gives such clarity when communicating with the other side. We're going to talk about that as well. Lots of tools to pull into your tool belt to start communicating with the other side. Now, if you are interested in going in depth 
with Spirit Baby Communication and have one-on-one time with me and your fellow learners, consider joining the Spirit Baby Foundations training, which will start in September 2023. I usually run it twice a year. I may be going down to once a year. Um, in the future. But for now, it is slated to begin again in September 2023. And after that, in April 2024. If you are interested in joining that training and having one-on-one time with me and your fellow learners, head on over to drmariarothenberger.com slash spirit baby training to sign up for the waitlist to know when we start. It's slated for September 2023, but you'll get all the details if you're on that wait list. All right. Hey, I really hope that today has been helpful for you in starting to think about spirit baby communication. Please do not hesitate to send your questions to me. I'm happy to answer them in a future episode. And I look forward to seeing you again soon, speaking with you again soon. May you take care and be well as always. I'll see you next time. Are you waking up to the spiritual world and realizing that you have no idea what you're doing, but you feel like you kind of probably should, especially since you seem to be seeing things and feeling things and having things see you that maybe aren't so great and that you might want to actually control your experience of that. Well, I have great news for you because our Welcome to the Woo program does just that for you. It teaches you how to hold your energy field, manage your energy field, clear your energy field, protect your energy field, and learn how to protect your space. And you learn how to do basic divination and talk to your guides so that you feel like you actually have a clue and have a way to talk to the guides that will help you to figure everything else out. And it teaches you how to make sure that you feel mentally, emotionally, and energetically safe. That means that we also deal with things like fear and anxiety and worry and dread and self-doubt and inner and outer judgments. And we help you build a foundation of self-support and courage. All of these things together create a solid sense of safety in your own life. They will reduce your stress levels in half, guaranteed. So visit the website at kellysparta.com and find out more about the Welcome to the Woo program. Your future awaits.